Hi, welcome to Math Amusings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math Amusings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math Amusings. Today's date is Friday, July 21st, 2023. This is Season 3, Episode number 29 of our show. And the thing that I would say about the numbers involved in the episode number and date, because this is the point where I always bring up something about that, is today is the 21st, and we are starting today with number 21 on our list of sports-themed items from the numbers 1 through 100. If you listen to last week's program, you can hear the numbers 1 through 20. I only made it through the first fifth of the list. Starting with number 21 today, if you give you a short recap of what we did last week, uh, when I read Mike Greenberg's book, Got Your Number, in which he takes the numbers 1 through 100 and assigns a sports-themed item to them, I thought to myself, that's super fun. I wish I thought of it first. You know what? I'm going to make my own list, and I will share it on Math and Musings. That's what I started last week. You can listen to that one. You can check out the whole list at MikeOConnellJr.com. I'm going to continue with the list right now with number 21. This is a uniform number of one of the uh, most classy and celebrated athletes of all time, Roberto Clemente. No one has been classier on the field, off the field, or posthumously. Now, still celebrated 50 years, more than 50 years after his uh, tragic death. In his, uh, he was doing his humanitarian work uh, following the 1972 season. Clemente, still uh, revered by people all over the world. Number 22 is completely different way. I should, I should give a pause after that one because the Clemente story is so so uplifting and inspiring. And then 22, when I say a 22, when I think of a 22, I, a 22 is what I think of as in like 22 caliber rifle. Now, I watch biathlons only once every four years. Like when the Winter Olympics are on, like yeah, I'll watch biathlon for a minute. And I mean, Honestly, the amount I know about biathlon could fit on the tip of a ski pole. Like, I don't know much about the sport at all. The thing I do know is that, okay, you're not just using a 22. There are different calibers and gauges and, like, different rifles used in the sport. But to me, that's what it sounds like. If this is what you think of when you hear the number 22, well, that's what you think of when you hear the number 22. And I'm thinking of, like, biathlon. 23 is an obvious one for me. It's Michael Jordan. Now, I talk about this. It seems to come up every week. If you're from the 20th century, you think Michael Jordan. If, you think, if you're from the 21st century, you think LeBron James. But to me, uh, there's only one 23. It's Michael Jordan. Jordan comes up several times on this list. More on that later. 24 is one Ken Griffey Jr. Again, this kind of depends on how old you are because... There's another 24 out there. It's it's Willie Mays. And I think in Greenberg's book, I think he does give it to Mays. 
a lot of people that's the greatest player they ever saw playing the game of baseball. To me, greatest player I ever saw is still Ken Griffey Jr. I started following baseball with the beginning of the 1989 season, like opening day 1989. That was the first day I was sitting down to watch baseball. That was Ken Griffey Jr.'s first game. And all these years later, greatest player I ever saw play was uh, still Ken Griffey Jr., and he wore number 24. 25, of course, is the top 25. There's, there's no better list defining college football or basketball better than that weekly poll, top 25. 26, of course, is the distance of a marathon. Well, not quite. It's 26 miles, 385 yards. And I finally, 41 years in, looked into, like, well, why is it 385 yards? Okay, this is the story that the internet seems to be telling me, that one, that during the 1908 Olympics in London, it was uh, Queen Alexandra and her family wanted a better view of the start line or the finish line. They had to extend the race a little bit and uh, it ended up being tacking on an extra 385 yards on that one. And that was, uh, that's what became the standard. We're rounding it off to 26 here in our list. 27, of course, is the 1927 Yankees. Uh, They of Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, and the rest of the lineup known as Murderers Row. Six of those players and the manager and the team president all made the Baseball Hall of Fame. 28 is the number of medals that Michael Phelps won. I think this might be the only swimming reference. Michael Phelps won 28 Olympic medals. 23 of them were gold. For a little context, uh, second place on that list is Mark Spitz with 11 total. (laughs) So Phelps is in first place with 28. Yes, Spitz is second with 11. Speaking of a large gap between first place and second place, okay, 29 This is Bob Beeman's long jump record, uh, set in 1968. And um, it's 29 feet, I think two and a half inches. And the story goes that this flashed up on the screen in Mexico City as 8.90 meters. And like Americans are sitting there trying to figure out like, well, 8.9 meters, what is that in a real distance? Wait a minute, that's over 29 feet. The record, by the way, was 27-something feet. He beat the record by almost two feet, which is just insane. And in the more than 50 years following that, the rec- that mark has only been met one time. Uh, Mike Powell still holds the record. I think he's 29 feet, four inches, or maybe four and a half inches. That was 1991, and Powell still got the record. Somehow... We can't do any better with long jump. Like, 29 feet is just the max. Like, every every other record keeps going up or down if they're doing the time. That one has just held. And same is true for men and women. I know that the women's long jump record, I don't know how long it is or who's got it, but I know it goes back even farther than that. I think it's 1988. So nobody's setting records in long jumps anymore. All right, go figure that one out. 30 is... Uh, uh, ESPN's 30 for 30. 
that series, which is, all right, it started in 2009, 30th anniversary of ESPN. So more than, uh, 50, or almost 15 years old now. They've got, I looked this up, I think it's 157 specials that have been done through the years under the 30 for 30 banner. That's to me what I think of when I think of 30. And when I think of 31, I think of Denny McLean. Like, yeah, Baskin Robbins is good, but I think of ben, Denny McLean. In 1968, Denny McLean won 31 games. If you've heard that before, it's from the intro to the show, The Wonder Years. And what Kevin doesn't mention at that point is that if that weren't enough, Denny McLean was also a talented musician. He played the organ, and he recorded an album that year for Capitol Records. Uh, Denny's got a couple albums, actually. You know, I aspire. 32 and 33 sort of go together. I'll mention these at the same time. 32 is Magic Johnson. 33 is Larry Bird. And like those two, their careers overlapped and paralleled one another for so long. You associate them together. So many greats have worn 32 and 33. But on this list, it's Magic and Larry. No, no question. 34 is Walter Payton. And I'm watching the NFL in the late 80s. I only caught the end of Walter Payton's career. Um, and to me, like, the name is more like you always hear it with the, the Man of the Year Award, the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, right? But, uh, I mean, he was a beast on the gridiron, and people have been wearing his jerseys forever. Like, when I think 34, I think Walter Payton. 35, also uniform number. That's Kevin Durant. And... At the end of his career, we'll look back on Durant and be like, wow, this this is one of the like top 10 players of all time. He's he's among top 10 in scoring. I think he's closing in on it for total number of points. And if you look at his average, you know, your average goes up and down, but it's like Michael's number one. I think Wilt is number two. I think Durant might be three uh, on that list. And he's owned 35 everywhere he's gone. 36 is a year and uh, way before my time, 36 can't be anything other than Jesse Owens performing at the 1936 Olympics in front of, literally, Hitler at the Berlin Olympics. That uh, Jesse Owens, well, let's just say he definitely was not of the Aryan race. I mean, neither am I. But uh, one of those performances that went beyond sports, four gold medals, at the Berlin Olympics in 1936. 37 is Casey Stengel. Again, like it's not like I remember growing up watching Casey Stengel and wearing number 37, but it is, uh, it's retired by the Yankees. It's, let's face it, baseball is the only game where the, the manager, the, the coach, whoever the um, other sports you call the coach, manager in baseball, he's suiting up right with the players. And uh, of everyone who's worn 37 on their backs or anyone who's, you know, managed a team, well, few have done it better than one uh, Charles Dillon Stangle. 38, this one's a little bit unusual. It's when I think 38, I think of a television channel. I had to look this up for what the actual call letters are. All right, WSBK-TV, and that's not going to mean anything to anyone from the 21st century. When I was a kid, we just called it the Boston Channel. It was like Channel 38. This is 
long before there was 24-hour-a-day wall-to-wall sports coverage on our TVs, computers, phones, watches, like everywhere there was a screen. You had to turn it to channel 38, and you could get Bruins games, Red Sox games. Later on, they were broadcasting Celtics games. That Boston channel was way ahead of its time. 39, 39 makes me think Jimmy Connors. Now, 39 is old in sports. I don't think 39 is that old anymore, just as a person, I'm past that age. But Jimmy Connors' dream run at the 1991 U.S. Open tennis tournament at the age of 39 was incredible. It's, uh, he made the semifinals playing against people half his age. Now, he won the U.S. Open five times, but no ride was more magical. The word magic comes up often in this, by the way, in in that 91 uh, tournament. I never saw my dad more happy, like watching someone play tennis than watching Jimmy Connors in the 1991 U.S. Open. 40 makes me think Jose Canseco. Like, Regardless of his problems on or off the field, Jose Canseco owns the number 40. He was baseball's first 40-40 man in 1988. He had 42 home runs and 40 stolen bases. It was the first time somebody had eclipsed 40 on both of those totals. Only three people have done it since. Jose Canseco was the first. 41. Uh, we've been hearing this since 1941, that no one has hit 400 in a season since 1941. The person was Ted Williams, and that's why he owns uh, number 41. And then I think a fitting way to close, as uh, I realize, well, this will be at least three episodes in because I'm only up to number 42. 42, uh, with apologies to Douglas Adams, um, at 42, it's, it's not the answer to life, the universe, and everything. It's... Jackie Robinson's uniform number, and that it is retired by all of Major League Baseball, well, that tells you that it is owned by Jackie Robinson. 42 is, um, is without a question, the, uh, the most famous uniform number in MLB, retired by all teams. And um, our tribute here to uh, the incomparable Jackie Robinson. I appreciate your listening to the program today. Next time, I'm going to start with number 43, which I've mentioned before. It's it's my favorite number. You'll have to tune in next time, though. To get your fix between now and then, you want more math and musings? Well, you can head to MikeO'ConnellJr.com.